welcomed on Professional uh, to yet another wonderful episode hosted by our wonderful hosts, Dave Wiskus and Jamie Newberry. I'm Brent Simmons, pretending to do the introduction for this episode. In fact, <laughs> doing the introduction for this episode. You're Dave, Jamie, how are you doing? I'm doing great, and I love that you just did that. I love <laughs> that's, it. That's genuinely first. We've never, I don't know why we've never thought to do that. Because you didn't have Jamie Newberry on the show. I guess, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. The magical kidding. combination we of Jamie have and Brent. Brent Simmons to do it. If it. Like we just said, if anybody can do this on the fly, it's Brent Simmons. Wow. You know, it's just words. You just have to say words. It's easy. <laughs> words don't come that easily for everyone, Brent. Ah, you guys, though. Well, <laughs> to be fair, most of your guests, too. Yeah, that's well, a lot of editing. Most of our guests are kind of awkward and don't talk very much. I just splice it all together and try <laughs> to make everybody look good. They'd rather that's blow awesome. up their kitchens than, than actually speak. <laughs> a long, weird, racist rants that I have to cut out. Oh, yeah. Know, totally. Terrible, editing terrible. Editing the show is tough. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think I've mentioned this before, but the truth is editing this show has gotten so much easier over time. It used to be that we'd record for like an hour and a half or two hours. So you were the first episode that we ever recorded. Mm-hmm. And that, I think we spent maybe two hours recording. Yeah, sounds about right. And, came, and it never aired. Well, well, then we recorded it again. <laughs> yeah. But we came away with like a 45-minute show, roughly a 45-minute show. And that was very typical for the early days. Now, to get a 45-minute episode, we record about 45 minutes, maybe yeah. 50, maybe 55. Everything not is much gold. More. Depends uh, on the conversation. Yeah. Right. You know, if, if, if there is a weird, long, racist rant, I'll cut that out. <laughs> we just have to make sure we compensate in conversation <laughs> so we we were almost onto the topic though you were talking about how you get ready for a show i w- i'm actually very curious about that dave you were talking about that oh uh my thing because my i live in new york and my apartment it's a uh, radiated heat so i don't have uh, i don't have like my nest or something that i could control the the temperature so about a half hour before the show about a half hour before we record i open my windows all the way and i get it really cold in here and then right before we record i close my windows and by the time we're done recording i'm sweating <laughs> nice <laughs> brent had to remove his sweatshirt i almost couldn't say that right sweatshirt so he's, what i usually stripping. do though i didn't today i usually turn up the furnace really high for about an hour and then turn it off completely also turn off on um, time machine because the the sound of the backup disc is is noisy uh so i start off sweating and then um cool down as the show progresses how oh, you guys have cool techniques mm-hmm. we're professionals yeah i like that you have almost opposite techniques though it's like run the heat way up run the heat or open the windows to make it really cold. Interesting. Interesting. I think the difference is that Brent has control over his heating situation. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I can open my window. I guess that's kind of control, but it's not really the same thing. Very fascinating. I just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Riveting. Riveting stuff here, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Brent, what's going on today? How are you? Well, I'm, I'm a little addicted to this game called Threes that just came out. Oh, I, I've been playing that, too. Oh, God. I just... I, all right, man. let me get my phone. It's, between <laughs> it's just really good. Threes and, Pla- and Flappy Bird, which you can't download anymore. So if you didn't yeah. get Flappy Bird... Uh, no, I, I wasn't the on the Flappy Bird thing. I've been reading the, the stuff about it, and I've, I find the story very interesting, but I don't think I'd like the game. You know what? I didn't think I would like the game either, and now I can't stop. Hmm. But, yeah... Well, anyway, threes should. though. Threes is threes is pretty cool. I'm liking threes. Yeah, I like it a lot. It, it's one of those games where it's kind of the opposite of Flappy Birds, where you feel like constantly <laughs> you're actually on the verge of of beating it. You know? yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, <laughs> this is so easy, and then it gets you, and you're like, huh, wait a minute, I was just about to. Mm, yeah, okay, it was try again. Awesome. <laughs> and then yeah, and then my score will be dis- What's a good score on threes? Like, is there? Uh, the highest three? I got is two thousand something. I, I feel good yeah. if I'm one thousand something. Yeah, I got. I have it in here. Let me see. I have to find it. I had a twenty six forty six. Cool. But yeah, it's it's hard though. It's actually much harder than it seems while you're playing it. Is yeah. this a multiplayer game? Is this like what I play against you guys or something? I think it's just a you play yourself, but you can compare scores. Oh, yeah, that's no fun. No, you yeah, should it's try. It's still it, pretty though. fun, yeah. Unless it, it, I can get an intense rivalry going with you, can Brent. still get a rivalry going going because oh, sure, yeah. you can post the screenshot of your score or whatever, yeah, that's true. you know, that's like true. and be like, "Ah, hey, beat that." I just remember the early days of letterpress, <laughs> which was great. It, like my games with John, my my games with Brent would go on for so long, and they would get pretty heated. Mm-hmm. 
I think, Brett, I maybe beat you once, maybe twice. It yeah, wasn't, sounds right. Yeah. It wasn't significant. So I'm, I'm checking this game out. Uh, maybe the worst podcast fodder ever. I, <laughs> it it oh. does take a minute to figure it out and go through the tutorial and all that stuff. Exactly. The tutorial is quite well done, but, um, you know, it still takes a minute. I, we'll wait. <laughs> we'll let you instead well, uh, of science able- experiments. Maybe... Brent, you can come up with a science experiment to perform in the background. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, how about biology? Yeah. Got a soda Ooh, stream Biology. Maybe? Yes, right here I have my cat. I'm bringing him right up to the mic. <laughs> What's All your right, cat's Papa, name? Now, his name is Papa. He's named for Ernest Hemingway and um, Mariner's designated hitter Edgar Martinez. Nice. And he's usually quite talkative, but at the moment he's just squirmy. So, yeah. cats on a podcast is maybe not a great internet thing unless they actually talk. You'd cats think that having podcast. cats on a podcast would would be huge for ratings, but yeah, I guess totally. Not. I mean, come on, cats Could on you, a podcast. That, that's not a terrible idea. There's a bunch of cats meowing at each other. Well, interestingly, <laughs> that's the podcast. I'd subscribe almost, to that. <laughs> yeah, almost every evening at around ten thirty, sometimes a little earlier, my cat Rocky tells stories. I always say it's oh, it's Rocky's story time because he just starts going meow meow. Like he has a whole story that he's telling every night. It's consistent. <laughs> we could we could find our cats. Uh, yeah, see if they sync up in story. Do you guys? You don't have a cat, Dave. So yeah, I don't I've, know. I have, a, I have a very cat-like dog. <laughs> does Does Pixel have a story time? She's not very vocal. She gets whiny if she's nervous, but that's about it. She's not a barker. She's not a well. She does bark at other dogs, which makes it hard for her to make friends. Does Papa tell stories? Have stories? Oh yeah, uh, lengthy stories, paragraphs, the, the whole nine yards. <laughs> He's definitely a talking cat. Yep, I love it. I love yeah. it. Talking pets rule. Yeah, he's also a great shoulder cat. So sometimes when I pick him up, he <laughs> jumps right up to my shoulder, uh, sits down, and then we just like walk around the house. Oh, I love it. He rides yeah. around up there. Yeah, it's totally fun. Yeah, that's, oh, that's kind great. of that's kind of weird. It's actually it's cool. really cool. Yeah, he, he's a circus cat. I go for cool. Yep. Yeah. I'm all for cool. So we should call it out. Um, since you did the intro, I forgot to introduce you, Brent. <laughs> oh, yeah. Guess who huh? today's guest is. We should, we should explain. I think that uh, regular listeners of this show will know who Brent is, and I, I would assume that almost all listeners should know who Brent is. But in, I certainly know who Brent is. In case anybody out there doesn't know who you are, Brent, right. who are you? Uh, I'm a... Uh, Mac developer, iPhone, iPad developer, been around a long time. Dave and I work together on an app called Vesper, uh, also with John Gruber. And it's a really cool app, and you should get it. Yeah, yeah, go download Vesper right now. We'll wait. Mm-hmm. That right <laughs> yeah, after you we'll get wait. There's a little it, tutorial, uh, but, you know, you'll get through it pretty quickly. I also feel a little bad because, Brent, uh, West Coast, it's what, like almost 4, yeah, just before 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your time. So I'm, I'm interrupting the middle of your workday. Oh, well, yeah, that's There are important right. things to be done, mm-hmm. but yeah, instead you're talking to me and Jamie. That's Which okay. I, I appreciate you accommodating the time. I know it was like a very specific time and I was still five minutes late, but yeah, thank you. Thank you for yeah. accommodating 3.40 sure, no p.m. 3.40 <laughs> is, it's, it's an odd choice. I thought you would have just rounded to 3.45, but nah, Which we should right. have done. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Uh, well, if people, if anybody's wondering, sync will ship about 45 minutes later than it would have otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> what else is happening in your day? What would you have to drink today? Some coffee? Water? <laughs> you jump, jump I'm to the curious. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, so it's, it's a good question. I, I have a device that I haven't heard, and maybe I've just missed it. I haven't heard many people talk about it. It's uh, an espresso, espresso maker. Whoa. So it's kind of like, you know, take the idea of the, well, the the Keurig coffee thing, you know, where you have like a little That's capsule. what I have. Yep. You have one? You have a Keurig? Yeah. I have a Keurig, yep. Okay, yeah. So, but this is, uh, this is for espresso. So it, it's a bit stronger, but, um, and, and smaller amounts, but it's really pretty cool. If you guys listen really closely, you can hear Marco typing his angry letter. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he and I, I think, discussed it in person or via email. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. And, he's, and I'm like, you know what? It makes a great, great cup of espresso every time. And yep. it's exactly the same. And he says, it's yeah, it's exactly the same. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's exactly the same. Uh, <laughs> and I don't care. That's, you know? you know, that's my thing, too. Like, I, I've definitely ventured down the, you know, 
the pour over. I've ventured down French press, and I, you know, I've tried a lot of coffees, and I I do appreciate great coffee. And I'm not I'm not trying to profess that a Keurig is fantastic coffee, but you know what? It's a fine cup of coffee on the go. Like, sure, I have a cup of coffee, <laughs> way more than I should probably, but I enjoy it. I enjoy the convenience and the instantness. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this actually leads me to a theory I have, which may be completely false, but it's a theory n- nonetheless. I-, I think that there are two kinds of software developers or, or designers or whatever. The- there's one kind who who brings um, uh, taste and extreme attention to detail and willingness to make a giant effort at things. They bring this to every parts of their lives. This is you know this is who they are. This is the way they're made. Then there are other people like me who pour that all into the work. And then the rest of the stuff is like, yeah, I don't care. The toast is fine. The coffee's good. Whatever. (laughs) I mean, I still appreciate a great medium rare steak or, uh, um, (laughs) for instance, uh, I still appreciate a great cup of coffee, but I'm not going to go to the, to the extreme lengths to make sure that, that that happens at home every day. It's, you know, it's fine. I I get my coffee and go to work, whatever. I feel you see that's, I feel like I, I, you know, like Dave and I talked last was it last year, Dave? Yeah, I was learning. Sure. You know, I learned for yes. probably six months. I experimented with making a really, really good steak at home, and that was a great experience. And I've done that with coffee as well. But yeah, like now, I just I'm all about efficiency, and um, I don't know. I kind of I've tried to cover the gamut, so I have comparison. But at the end of the day, like I just want to be time efficient, and I want to get stuff done. I, I right. Don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm with you on that. So I would say that I fall into the category of I try to approach everything in my life with a certain sensibility. But sometimes that is, the sensibility is about, I'd say, thoughtfulness rather than just like that, that level of intensity. Mm-hmm. Like it's not that I need the best coffee. It's for me, coffee is uh, it's not something I like. It usually makes me sick. I can really only do decaf. So my approach to coffee is I'll just drink tea. Yeah. No, I like fair. tea. Yeah, actually, coffee makes me sick too. But espresso <laughs> is fine. So that's whatever. Weird. Yeah, that is that's... weird because it's more concentrated, right? I mean, yeah, it's an I don't know what to say. Um, maybe it's a volume thing. You drink more coffee than espresso. Yeah. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe it's like you have to cross some kind of curve. Yeah, cross, there's a barrier somewhere in there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah I, I just know. not a like I. I love the smell of coffee, and I don't understand why coffee tastes so different from the way it smells. Hmm. There's got to be a scientist out there who can explain this to me, but it's kind of like uh, it's like lip gloss, <laughs> you know. Uh, you eat a you eat a tube great. of it, it and it like doesn't. Wax. Yeah, it doesn't taste like strawberries. <laughs> it smells like strawberries. It doesn't taste like strawberries, and I feel like that's uh, that's not okay. But coffee, it smells amazing. Then you drink it, and it's like, oh my god, this is battery acid. <laughs> Interesting. See, I think the taste tastes great. I don't know. I like just a nice black coffee. Oh, and... yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, not for me. I mean, sometimes there are moments where sometimes a coffee makes sense in the same way that I'm not a beer drinker, but there are occasions or there are, are evenings where a beer sounds good and I'll have a beer. Mm-hmm. But I think that in both cases, beer and coffee, there's so much culture of, of snobbery about it. Like there's people who get... Yeah, well, and not just the crowd, but there are people who are so intensely into it, and every conversation they have about it has to be this, 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 I don't know, this thing. I don't even know what to call it. But it's just passion. I, I think it's cool. I think it's cool for people to have a passion and be really into something. I don't know, these subcultures and stuff. It's, it's fascinating. I, I agree. I think that it's a, there's, a, there's a, a line that gets crossed. And I'm, <laughs> I'm getting myself in trouble. I just know it. <laughs> but there's, I'll, I'll get you in deeper trouble. Or, uh, <laughs> I'll get myself in trouble. The way I look at the people who are like really, really, you know, super deeply into stuff like this is those people are really good at shopping, which, you know, eh, I kind of like, who cares? (laughs) I'd rather, you know, they'd be really deeply into making things, something new for me to, to, you know, enjoy, use, whatever. Uh, People who are just like really super good at shopping. (laughs) But like mm. that's all over Seattle, right? I mean, this that's, is a hipster town. So yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't really thought of it shopping. that way. I had never thought of it that way either. But it is a fascinating take. I, I actually, I find myself relieved that I'm not a super good shopper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, shoo. I like nice things. If I'm drinking, as I am right now, I'm drinking scotch. Uh, if I'm drinking scotch, I care about the kind of scotch I'm drinking, and I, I have 
opinions about the flavors and I can I can talk about these things, but I don't get as intense about it as coffee drinkers get about their coffee or hmm. you know what it's not the intensity. Now that I'm thinking about this, it's not the intensity, it's the evangelism and the uh the judgment. When I say I don't drink I don't drink caffeine. Like if I'm at a, a dinner with people and everybody's ordering an espresso and that coffee at that moment sounds good, I'll order a decaf. I I get criticized for it. Yeah, I think that's weird. That's yeah. weird to criticize it, it, somebody over that. It is weird, and, and it'll, of course you have to go through the whole. Uh, there, there's a dance that I have to do where I have to explain to everybody. No, it's not that I'm trying to piss you off, and it's not that I think decaf tastes better. It's that I I don't want to be sick. It hurts my tummy. <laughs> is that or, also is that also why you order a well done steak? I just have to ask. No, but similar sort of deal, or why I don't ever order fish, or why I won't go for sushi, or why I have no interest in Indian food. They're things that, for one reason or another, they just don't sound good to me, or I don't like them. And I, it's, so, it's so weird to me that with food, that can't just be good enough. We have to assert our, our food preferences, our drink preferences, onto other people. Well, it's what we have instead of religion these days. I guess. <laughs> drink preferences. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, that's, not, that's, that's not a bad point that these are the things that now we use to uh, distinguish my kind from your kind. Yeah. <laughs> Fancy drinks and shopping. But, you know, I do, I do like a drink and I do like a steak. It's just maybe not the same drink and the same steak that you might like. Yeah, indeed. One, one day I bet I'll get into a rumble. There'll be the, uh, the scotch drinkers who prefer the, prefer the smokier single malts and the ones who prefer the less smoky ones and and yeah it'll be like gangs the west the side, it'll be like a west side story rumble yeah exactly totally yeah. over scotch that's fantastic mm-hmm. i love that that's that's gonna happen it's gonna happen right here in ballard lots and of <laughs> snapping fingers and dancing yep, yep. the whole nine yards yeah I love as it. much as i love a certain kind of scotch i would never if somebody else says cool but i like this for this reason it's like all right great we 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 both like a thing you don't want to have a hoedown over it well, I don't need. I don't feel a sense of competition about it, <laughs> or pride. I, right, I gain nothing from convincing <laughs> them. Oh, uh, well, that's good. That's good. I think that simplifies things. All right. Well, okay. Well, then now let's fix religion. All right. Hmm. I've got. I've got nothing. Do we there. really have to take that on today? Yeah. It's Monday. I know, right? It's been a crazy Monday. I don't know. I don't have a lot of crazy days, really, anymore. But today has been one of those <laughs> crazy sort of bananas days. It's weird. Why? What? What's so crazy? Uh, oh, boy. Well, crazy for me. So I feel like most of my days have been fairly calibrated to be kind of, you know, like I've got this and I've got that and I kind of move one thing to another. But like, this is so embarrassing, actually. I have a very embarrassing story now that we we're going to talk about it. Oh, I love an embarrassing story. Uh, you haven't told any embarrassing stories on the show yet. Well, so... <laughs> so like a rite of passage. Oh, great. What am I getting myself into? So... Should have uh, thought about that before you signed up. My cable access, my internet service has been really really poor lately like it's been very intermittent so today i decide okay enough is enough i dropped off in a client call like i'm just gonna call the cable company and get this resolved and so after 20 minutes of being on hold um i get a guy who you know he he does this every day for a living so he's probably used to folks who don't know anything about the internet and the cables but he had that that thing where he had to talk down which was a little frustrating i tried to be patient and nice and and endure the um you're such an idiot um sort of style that he was was talking in cable modem yeah do you know what an ethernet cable is do you know what that looks like literally though that happened so um have you tried unplugging it i was like oh boy you know and so uh yeah anyway after a while our our call conveniently was dropped somehow so what that never happens right right in the middle of my sentence so i kind of figured like maybe he just hung up maybe he would i don't know i don't know um he did try to call back but i was on the line with somebody else so anyway but here's the thing. So while I'm down with my uh, like my cable modem with the, <laughs> I'm gonna sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. So I'm the Ethernet cable. Yeah, I'm plugging stuff in, hard wiring. I'm plugging the key. Sorry, Ethernet cable into the modem and into my computer, and um, my pants split 
in the back. <laughs> like that happened. That's the embarrassing part of the story. Like, and here's like, you know, more. But nobody's around to see it. Nobody. Nobody's. Well, my boyfriend was there, and but still, like, I was like. My my pants. I've never split my pants before. Like, how did this happen? Anyway, but here's the thing, too, right? Like, I'm going away tomorrow, and I I literally have one pair of pants. Like, I don't keep a lot of pants. I I just don't. I don't. That's a separate problem. That's a different thing. So immediately, I'm like oh, pressed for time. Like, I have to get a pair of pants that I can wear in public very soon. You, you need emergency pants. Emergency pants. So yeah. Anyway, the day came together fine but yeah it was just kind of rushing from there's sort of one store that i feel like i can find pants that go all the way to the bottom that's a another issue yet another issue anyway because you're so tall well there's tall there's height yeah i'm taller have you than tried, i sound have you tried um either just wearing them capri style or getting really baggy pants and like <laughs> so them hang down a bit yeah so yeah i hate capri pants because i just feel like i'm wearing floods they work mm. fine if i can pull socks over them and wear them under boots mm. <laughs> that's great but anyway i don't want to get too into the whole fashion thing because that's uh, that's less the issue i split my pants today that's the thing that happened but it was all just the sequence of crazy events and uh, I-, I did find emergency pants Splitting your pants. That's never happened to me. I've never split my pants. <laughs> yeah. But, but now I'm paranoid about it. Yeah, that, oh, it, I mean, happens it happens to me everyone today. at least once. <laughs> well, right. Today was right. my day. Today was my day. So what I'm hearing is that somewhere on the horizon for me is a day where I split my pants. And I can only <laughs> hope and pray that it happens when I'm at home trying to plug in my cable modem. Oh, Probably man. not going to happen that way. No. Oh, it's gonna ha- I'm going to be on stage at a conference. <laughs> Uh, when it happened to me, I was quite in public. Oh, now, tell us the story, many, many years ago, but I was uh, just with some friends, my second year of college, and we were, we were out throwing boomerangs. And, uh, <laughs> like you do. Yeah, like you do. Boomerangs <laughs> were big at my school. So yeah, I was just out throwing boomerangs. And anyway, I must have given it an especially good heave, and there it goes. There goes the pants. <laughs> wow. Apparently, wow. I'd been drinking a lot of beer that that year and put on a few pounds and hadn't got new pants. And, oh well. wow. See, that's the thing too, Brent. I'm I'm not trying to talk about myself excessively here, but like I feel like I've been, you know, I've been more fit than normal in the past few years. I've been working out, feeling good about myself, and then today is the day I split my pants. Like, why did that happen today? Not when I'm at my heaviest weight or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think fair. it has more to do with the pants than it has to do with you. I guess plenty of wear and tear i guess but yeah, yeah. very disappointing i want to hear more about this boomerang thing you don't hear a lot <laughs> boomerang about uh, school <laughs> i didn't realize yeah. they were a thing i mean they're you don't see the kids playing with boomerangs too much oh well when i when i was at school it was a huge thing and there were uh you know uh meets between different teams from different schools and all that kind of stuff um yeah it was it was gigantic yeah. wait did you do boomerang meets oh m-e-e-t yep I, well, I didn't myself. I was more just, you know, kind of for fun. Uh, but other people did. Um, a lot of the hippies also, like, would get credits in boomerangs studying, I don't know, the physics of flight or, or the history of boomerangs or whatever. It was, it was pretty much an obsession. What kind of boomerang did you use? Like wooden boomerang or yeah. plastic? Oh, yeah. yeah, so they were, they were always made by somebody. They're always handmade things, you know, not, not something you'd get in a store. So they'd be, you know... Um, Different boomerangs would have different characteristics. And, of course, they were always decorated in different ways and everything. And, um, yeah, I still have my boomerang. I haven't thrown it in 20 years. but Oh, I think you need to post a photo on it. We should put it in the show notes. Sure, yeah, yeah. I'll dig it out. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so cool. We should. Yeah. Well, there's just no way to say this without it sounding like I'm trying to make a joke. But we should bring boomerangs back. I have a boomerang on my fireplace. Like it's oh, we my, can make them cool again. My dad uh, brought it to me from Australia when he had gone many years ago. But yeah, Jamie, I've been to Australia with you. How did we not buy boomerangs? I don't know. It seems obvious. <laughs> it does, God, doesn't it? Oh, it must have been the jet lag. I'm blaming the jet lag. Seriously, why didn't we think of this? We have to return just for the purchase of boomerangs. <laughs> we should buy a case of boomerangs. <laughs> And it's it's the exact kind of thing that I would want to do is I want to learn how to throw a boomerang in Australia because sure because that's what you do that sure I mean why not I when 
the first time I went, we looked up. Uh, we were trying to find an Outback Steakhouse, which there is one in Australia. Just not. it's just called Steakhouse, right? Well, no, it's it's called the Outback Steakhouse. It's like I think a Texas company that owns it, but there is mm-hmm. one in Australia. Uh, it should just, be called it was, the original Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> it was yeah. just nowhere near anything. You know what always bothered the hell out of me was every time I went to Denver and had breakfast and saw on the menu listed Denver omelet. <laughs> Shouldn't you think it's just because the omelet. Omelet. omelet? Yeah, it's true. I have to agree. We should we should take that up with them. Yeah, you can't have well, a Denver omelet. You're you're in Denver. It has to yeah. just be an omelet. Like, like if, I'm, uh, um, if I'm in New York City, I don't want a New York New York strip steak. I just want a strip steak. That's true. Mm-hmm. I think it's still. I think they still say New York strip steak. Yeah, here. they, they, they it's do. It's just weird. But it's wrong. They are yeah. wrong. So wrong. Well, what if you're a tourist and you're coming into New York? And you know what town you're in. You do. Yeah, but you're not thinking in those terms. You're just going to see strip steak. How are you not thinking in those terms, though? Like, you go to New York almost always on purpose. Almost sure, always. But, <laughs> or if you're in Denver and you're getting breakfast, if the menu just says omelet, you're going to be thinking, what's what in kind? it? What kind of omelet? Right, just omelet. That seems ominous. Well, all the other omelets have names, but this one doesn't. So That's right. It's the That's, Denver om- omelet. Yeah, of course. I, I like the idea of, of removing the name if you're in that locale. I disagree. That's all right. Because we remember these things by their name. <laughs> so when you say Denver omelet, I immediately know what you're talking about, regardless of where I am. But if I'm in Denver and you just say omelet, I'm not immediately thinking, oh, because I'm in Denver. Yeah, but you should an be. Because an omelet is already a thing. <laughs> That name is taken. But if it's an omelet in Denver. That's right. It's I a just, Denver omelet unless but now you're making otherwise. Me think. You're making me think about the omelet. Uh, yeah, but that's still, part of the charm of the whole situation. Exactly. It's all about the charm. I think that's the operative word there. It's charm. Mm-hmm. How, about, how about it just says local omelet? <laughs> local strip steak. <laughs> local. <laughs> Especially for breakfast. Don't make me think before noon. But don't that's think. Fair. Just order the omelet. I just want the omelet. The one that comes from here. When the I'm omelet, in Denver. yeah. Right, because I'm such an adventurous eater, and I'm okay ordering things where I don't understand the ingredient list. <laughs> sure. They're almost always listed anyway, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. In case there's a question. You'd be able to deduce that it's a Denver omelet. Do you think it would be like a eureka moment? You get really excited, you're kind of tired, you're groggy, maybe a little hungover, you look at the menu and you see omelet, yes. and you see that it's got onions and bell peppers. Denver omelet. I, I get, get it. it. Yes. Totally. Oh. And, and whatever restaurant does that would, would end up having the most popular breakfast place in town. It would. <laughs> it would. People I would don't. bring their friends just for that moment, just to watch <laughs> their faces. I don't know that that's true. <laughs> Order the omelet. Do it. But, but I'm willing to play along. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the idea, though. It's great. It makes what me it, happy. If... Uh, hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's why there's no dish that like has the word Earth in it? The Earth dish? Right. right. It's, it's implicit. So if you're on Mars, everything would say Earth something. Yeah, salad right. of the Earth. Yeah. Meat of earth, the Earth. Earth salad. Yeah. Well, what, would it say Earth or would it, would it if, if there are multiple like alien races, would you describe things by the, the race that created I, the dish? I think it's location rather than species. Yeah. Like, like, like human salad. See, because that brings up what <laughs> exactly is in that salad. <laughs> human salad. Yeah, it's true. It's, if it's a human salad, was it made up of like fingers and Spinach noses? and fingernails. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, you, 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 could, you could have a Chinese salad. That's not made of Chinese people. It doesn't say Chinese man, man salad. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anything that says Chinese salad. I'm <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to figure this one out in my head here. Just a little bit of accidental racism going on here right now. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize as well. Chinese uh, salad. But like if, when you say that you're going to go eat Mexican, you don't mean you're going to go eat Mexican people. Generally. But it's, <laughs> it's saying that is different than saying human salad, though, isn't it? Well, only it? because you're not used to hearing it. Like, oh, what, what do you want tonight? Oh, I could, go, I could totally go for some human. Hmm. Is that really different from saying I could go for Indian? I would probably say Terran cuisine. <laughs> sure. I like it. As opposed to lunar, Martian. Well, this is, Jovian. of course, assuming that we, it's, it's human cuisine that originates on Earth. Yes, Brent, right, of course. Brent, Brent, you get the honors of naming things at my restaurant if I ever have one one day. Oh, cool. You Thanks. win. Yep. I look forward to it. I don't Terran. get to name anything? The Terran salad, definitely not. Absolutely not. 
<laughs> we'll name a cocktail the human drink. The human drink. It'll be for Dave. Earth salad and the human drink. <laughs> you can have those, Dave. It's a shitty wedding band, that sounds like. <laughs> Earth salad and the human drink. It's seventies progressive rock, I think. <laughs> it's all Zappa covers. Super rad. I was just thinking about um, uh, the episode uh, with Philip Bowden. Seymour Hoffman? Oh. Phil, Phil, <laughs> Philip, who, who's adorable. What a cute little kid. Anyway. <laughs> He'll love that. He'll love he that. He really is. He really is. I love Philip. He's great. Anyway, uh, in the course of that episode, it just stuck with me. Um, uh, Jamie, a few times you you were complaining, uh, not complaining, <laughs> observing something about about being like the old person in the conversation. Right. And of course, as I'm listening to it, I'm like 40 years older than you. I'm just laughing my <laughs> ass off. It's like she doesn't know old. You know? you know, and I know that I totally acknowledge that I, you know, in the scheme of things, I am but a youngster. Yes. Um, and I do. I do know that. Yeah. At, at times, you know, yeah. Being on a call with a guy who's what he was tw- almost 26 um yeah you feel you feel your age well, it's, right. it's funny to me and then the, the, i guess there are steps to this because when i hang out with him he's younger than me so i feel older and then jamie you say you feel older and now brent we're gonna <laughs> even we older need, still right of course really none of us compared people. to craig because he's like the oldest uh, i think he actually is the god from genesis oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Age. Age is a funny thing. I wonder now if Craig is the oldest guest we've ever had. Maybe we can give him a special Could award. Be. Yeah. I don't I'm think sure. he wants that award. I'm sure he'd appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, he might be. I don't know. And then do you have to go look for who was Philip the youngest guest? Who was the youngest guest? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. See, I don't know. We don't really ask age. We don't really talk about age other than, yeah, that, that there was definitely a feeling of... You know, when Philip brought up the the bands thing, you know, it's like yeah. it, you know, when you hear your band or you see your band as like reach that point of, of like the, you know, they've come back or whatever. They're cool oh, again yeah, sure. much later. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think do you think that there's um, so I don't want to get like all political about this, but there's a lot of discussion about uh, women in technology. And so we could we could look at this show. We've done a fairly good job of representing or, or inviting women onto the show. But there's an argument to be made that there are other minorities that have not been as represented on this show. Is that something that, that we have some kind of responsibility to in, in the way that, like, should we have more old people on the show? Or, <laughs> <laughs> or more youngsters? Right. Are there everybody who's ever been on the show is over the age of 18. Are we missing out? Well, you know, I think that that brings up a great point. I mean, I really think in the great point is we shouldn't care. Like, it should just be like the the, the whole tagline, so to speak, of the show is interesting conversations with interesting people or great conversations with interesting people. And that's what it's about. Like, regardless of their gender or their age, it's just interesting people. And that's like, I'd rather just keep it about that. And if they happen to be something else an alien from mars or whatever awesome then there's a bonus but yeah it's interesting to try to put emphasis on something like that to me when instead it should just be about hey there's a really awesome person that i'm fascinated in learning more about or hearing talk um yeah that's my take but sometimes you can as long as they've got a good story about splitting their pants or (laughs) exactly (laughs) i'd argue though it's worth it's worth making some amount of effort not to not not necessarily to go crazy about it like it's the whole the the whole reason for booking somebody but right. but to make some amount of effort because if you don't you'll tend to just talk to people you know pretty well who tend to be in your demographic you know right. roughly the same age white usually male um and so so it's worth you know trying somewhat you know to to reach out a bit well, we get a free pass because Jamie's on the show now, so we don't have to. We don't have to try to bring women on anymore. Oh, uh, oh okay, that's easy. Um, hmm. Although we've got we've got a couple lined up to talk to soon. Good. That's true. That's true. Good. Yeah. That's cool. But that no old people. females. I don't know. Yeah, on the age on the age thing, we got old Brent. People. We got Brent yeah, Simmons. Yeah, got me. Yeah. <laughs> we can look at. So obviously, Craig is the tallest guest we've ever had. Who is the shortest? Are we representing short people? Uh, that might be me. 
a good question. Brent, I, don't, I feel like you're not that much older than me, Brent. I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll be 46 in a couple of months. Yeah, you're not. I'm 38. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just eight years. Just yeah. eight. By yeah, the time you're this years. age, it's pff, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. But I don't know. By the time you hit 35, who cares anymore? Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, keep it, drinking. It just, yep, that's it. Yep. Splitting pants and whatnot. <laughs> is that a, is that a sign of age or something? <laughs> no, because Brent split his when he was in school in college. Yeah, it was like nineteen. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You know, I'm thinking about this. I've never split my pants, but I have had pants related problems. What kind of pants related problems? <laughs> is this, this something be... we can talk about on the show? To all of our British listeners, this is hilarious because we keep saying pants, and that means something different. It's a different. Yep. Yeah, uh, what word do they use? Uh, well, it, in England, pants means vagina. No, that's wrong. <laughs> I gotta put on a pair of pants, damn it. That's In awful. England, pants means uh, underwear. Oh, okay. I believe. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, words that mean one thing to us mean a different thing to them. And that, you know, that happens. But pants is one of those words. But when we say pants, we're, we're referring to uh, what they would call trousers. So, if you're, if you're right. English and you're listening to this and you're very confused right now, we mean trousers. Mm-hmm. Trousers. Trousers, since word old people use. I love the word trousers. <laughs> Depeche Mode also uses the word trousers. <laughs> Trivia. Uh, when I was in, I guess, high school, I and I guess it's happened a couple of times since then, but that same kind of thing, you get maybe two pairs of jeans that you cycle through. Yep. Is cycle the right word when you just talk about two things? I think yeah. so. It's not, not much of a cycle at that point. But Interchangeable yeah. pants. Right. It's either it's either pants A or pants B. Yep. Right. It's got depending on if it's an even or odd month. That's right. <laughs> right. That's I've, that's what I'm talking about right there. Like you've yep. got your 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 nice pants your, and your, your going public pants and your other pants <laughs> and your casual pants. And I, I feel like kind of a grown up because I got like I've got nice jeans and and lounging around jeans and then I've got a couple of of other pairs. But usually it's just the jeans. I'm a I'm a jeans kind of dude. And when I was in high school, I um. Uh, you would not i wouldn't split them but just over time from i guess friction that general area would start to wear down you know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah i'm laughing at you giggling jamie <laughs> i can't stop i can't hold it okay keep going keep going sorry you know what I mean, right? Yeah, I do. It, it I sort do. of wears, and I, I didn't grow up with a ton of money, so I wasn't wearing fancy pants. I was, <laughs> I was wearing, you know, Walmart jeans or whatever, and they they wear down in the the between the leg area over time. Here's a here's a thing. I don't know if you guys have. <laughs> I mean, this was pants related, and I can kind of relate. So oh, thank God, this is pants related. I'm not totally switching the subject here, but um, so. I have this issue with, I'll find a pair of pants that I like, and because I don't buy a lot of pants at once, I don't find a pair that I like and then buy eight of them, because, you know, styles change and stuff like that, but, like, I find a pair of pants that I like, they go all the way to the bottom, they fit great, like them, feel good about myself, and then they discontinue the line of pants, so... Okay, so that happens on one hand, but on the other hand, I'm wearing this pair of pants that I love, and I do, I wear them to the point that they're almost just seams, like holding lines <laughs> together. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I do relate. Not it's, You know, the knees almost always go first, yep, and yep. then sometimes around, like, the, I've had an issue with the, the phone wear in the pocket. Interesting. I have not had that. So mm. I've had the corner of the phone breakthrough because I don't carry a purse. I'm not a, a bag carrying girl usually unless You're I'm not a, a computer. Bag lady. I'm not a bag lady. Um, so I keep my phone and my credit cards usually like right in my back pocket. And um, yeah, I've had the phone corner breakthrough a couple times. So that's different wow. than splitting your pants. But I've seen guys who have the wallet wearing through. There's the obvious wallet corner and to the point where their wallet's probably going to fall out at some point. Yeah, I have the phone corner and it's so helpfully you just lift it up for them. (laughs) I'll take that wallet for you. Yeah, nothing weird. I guess there's you could you could try switching pockets. Yeah, well, yeah. And then you get the wear in the other pocket. But and yeah. Yeah. Probably throws your posture off and everything at that point. (laughs) It's, It's all different. Yeah. All misaligned when you sit. Well, there's uh, I, not to make any kind of judgment about shopping or anything like that, but what are you spending on pants? 
I don't know, 150 bucks. It depends. Really, for a pair of jeans? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. See, that that seems... I was going to say my my new thing, this is a recent thing, is in order to get jeans that actually fit me (laughs) and don't wear down immediately, I find that 200 is about the right number. Interesting. And that means they're going to last, they're going to fit right, they're going to look okay. Uh, It's just like the... I'm willing to spend that because I'm going to get more out of them. They will wow. last at least four times as long as a $50 pair of pants. Well, and I do, I do get a lot. Usually I get a long run out of my pants and I wear the heck <laughs> out of them. You know, <laughs> what was funny about that? I missed it. Yeah, like you're going for a run. I'm going for a run. I get a long run. No, my pants last a long time. And, you know, and I do. I don't buy a lot of, I probably buy maybe a pair or two a year. I really don't feel like I buy that many pants in a year. Um, maybe this should be. Maybe we should all make a resolution. I will buy one pair of pants per quarter. I don't know what kind. Of, what kind of resolution? I would say once a month for the next year. No buy way. A pair of pants. No. Yeah. The, then you'll have a surplus of pants for Ugh. all different occasions. It's going to be great. That I feel like I get overwhelmed with the thought of clutter. Like that. That gives me almost a panic attack. Like I'm doing this thing with my hands as we speak. I can't imagine having really? too many things in my. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. Oh, the the space taken up by an extra pair of pants is almost negligible. Well, I have backup pants. They're just not really pants that I'd consider my good pants. I got to have one right. good pair of pants. Right. So, like anything, if you find a really great pair of pants, you go back to the store and you buy two or three more. Ah. I don't know. See, and then I have I, to spend all this money up front. Oh, how are you going to remember all their names? <laughs> <laughs> and, well, and also, you don't have to worry about them discontinuing your favorite pants. Yeah, it you know does exactly happen. where to go. You know exactly how to get them. You know exactly what you want. Just do it right then when it's still fresh in your mind. I'm I'm kicking myself right now because I'm I the my current favorite pair of jeans I bought when I was still in Denver, and I didn't go and get another pair when I was back for Christmas. Uh, I don't know. I have a hard time shelling out that much money for pants for more than one pair. I'm, I, I feel like, yeah, I do. I have. Uh, well, it's not something I want to do all the time, but a pair you know. of pants a month, Dave. If you're spending two hundred dollars on pants, and you're spending no, 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 no. I'm not saying you have to go get good jeans every month. I'm saying something. So maybe uh, next month you just go buy a, a relatively cheap, not to be worn too often, pair of dress pants. Oh my god, that's overwhelming! I'm, then I'm going to become a good shopper. And then okay, I so once can't a quarter, don't do it with Brent anymore. Don't 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 do it. Don't <laughs> once shop a quarter, this much. I can't once do a quarter. It. Then I already buy, can't. I'm too old to care that much. And buy a pair of pants care. once a quarter. Can you do once a quarter? You know what? I have I have a pair of pants that'll be in great shape for going away and probably the next four or five conferences at least. So I'm, how about I'm good for you're now. set? Yeah, I'm about set until I'm not totally set anymore. Set. Don't Two listen to Dave. He's the devil. Two pairs of pants every quarter. Well, here's I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found two pairs of pants today. But here's what I... Well, that, you're good until you know uh, May. i got to tell you, I can't talk about pants anymore. I'm just like, we can't talk about fashion <laughs> and pants anymore. I can't do it. Are you freaking it. out? No, I just like, we did it. We talked about it. It's done. That's something's over. Even, we haven't even heard from Brent on this yeah, issue. Yeah, so we got to talk to Brent. What's your pants so, buying habit? So I, I, I'm, I don't... I literally do not buy pants. I don't own pants or wear them. (laughs) (laughs) I I have pants. Um, I've seen Brent in pants. Yes, I I own pants. (laughs) Pants are purchased on my behalf for me. Awesome. Uh, I have no idea how much it costs. I don't know where they come from, though I suspect it might be Eddie Bauer, but I don't know. Um, Yeah. Is Sheila in charge of your your pants? Yeah, of course. Yeah. See, and that's that way something? I can spend more time working on sinking. That's good. Yes. See, yeah, because yeah, right? that's see, the thing. My, my work is important, and you know, I, I ain't got time to go shopping once a quarter or once a month for exactly. pants. Exactly. <laughs> like, I spent one hour. <laughs> ain't nobody today. got time for that. Yeah, that's I, exactly right. I spent one hour today, one unexpected hour, and that includes drive time of going down there. I asked the lady to help me wrangle every pair of pants that she could find that would fit me. <laughs> I tried them on in a matter of like 15, 20, you know, really quickly if they're uh, going to work or not. And then yeah. I found the two that worked and one pair I didn't need, but I liked the pattern. They have a print, you know, I like, I like crazy pants, but like <laughs> <laughs> crazy printed pants. Um, but yeah, like, so I have like the crazy printed pants that are not as appropriate for tech conferences i've learned um but you've learned I've wait learned. did something happen no i just i don't really want people to comment on my pants like it's just not i don't know i like 
pants that are crazy, but yeah, it's just not the, I guess, the attention. They're better for evenings or, or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Flying on a plane. A nice, uh, a nice ball pant. <laughs> ball What's a ball pant? A ball like, pant. What for, is for attending, for attending a ball. <laughs> ah, right, right. I, I was back to the uh, the marks that wallets and things make. And I'm like, <laughs> picturing. Oh, hmm. as, as, as soon as as soon as I said ball pant, I immediately regretted it. <laughs> well, you have the power of editing. Yeah, this is going to cut to you guys laughing at something. <laughs> yeah, just randomly. Yeah. Ball pant. Yeah. Do you have another sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> we need another sponsor break. You know, I never thought I'd get to the point in life where I spend a lot of time listening to my friends read commercials. <laughs> or, or that I would read commercials even. And, and yet, yeah. that came out of nowhere. That, that happened. Is that, yeah, is that totally happened. interesting. Is that a but it's because, thing? you know, our next sponsor is so great. That's, it's true. It's very true. And we're back. Speaking of uh, podcasts, I don't, I don't know we weren't. Speaking of sponsors, which mm. makes me think of podcasts. Mm, which Brent, we're on right now. I don't, know if you guys, yeah, I don't know if you guys were aware of it, but we are currently recording. We are casting pods as we speak. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Brent, you've, you also cast pods. I do. I do. I started a, a podcast with my friend Chris Parrish, and it's called The Record. I love and that guy. It, yeah, Chris is awesome. He's and, great. Uh, mm-hmm. And he lives, uh, well, he lives just outside of Seattle, but he lives around here with me. So I see him a couple times a month, have for many years. And I'd been talking for many years about doing a podcast where we um, do kind of oral histories of the Mac and iPhone development community. Just kind of make sure we get everything recorded before, you know, we're all old like Hockenberry and can't remember anything anymore. <laughs> I love this idea because it does seem I, I remember talking to Renee Ritchie about this. I think it was I didn't think it was I know it was it was the night after we uh, we meaning you uh, myself and John sat down and like had that first meeting about Vesper. It was later that night I was talking to Renee about how I felt that we were what we were doing now this this era in our community will be remembered in 30 years in ways that we probably haven't even considered right now. Yeah, I think that's true. There's a level of importance of this era that I don't think we can fully understand because we're in it. Mm-hmm. And it is so cool to see somebody else recognizing that and not, not just recognize it, but actively doing something to try to capture it. That's yeah, very cool. Yeah, you know, every time I've read a book or gone to a museum exhibit or, or something about you know, whether it was uh, the Nirvana exhibit here a couple years ago or something mm-hmm. about the early days of television, there's always like, well, and the films are lost or so-and-so is dead now and can't tell that story mm-hmm. or whatever. And there's just so much, so much material missing that, yeah, that would have been really, really great. Uh, so the point is just to recognize that in advance and, and start getting it all down. Now, of course, I'm not the first person, right? There's folklore.org and, sure. and other things that, you know, there's um, the computer museum. Um, there, there's a lot of things trying to capture things, but I wanted to concentrate specifically on the Mac and iPhone community, make sure that all of that stuff was recorded for future historians. It's super. Yeah. Cool. There's, there's a level of curation there. I think that's important. We, we all, we kind of do things. And I think now the default assumption is that Facebook or Twitter or some or our blogs are, will be around forever. And that's just not true. Yeah, it's not true. I've been tempted to go back through my own Twitter archive and find the funniest things that I've said from more than two years ago and just start tweeting them again to see if anybody notices. Mm -hmm. I literally, I I basically rewrite blog posts that I've written several times over the years. You know, not, not consciously even, but like, I think I've written about this before. Oh, well, I won't go back and look. I'll just write it again. Right. Because different perspective, different uh, uh, context, different era, whatever it is. And there's almost... There's no literature in what we do in that way. I mean, there's, uh, so John and I talk about this all the time with, with Vesper, the, the design decisions that get made, uh, my big pushes on it. What we're doing is more fashion than art. Are you guys talking about work right now? Uh, Abstractly. (laughs) But I, I think that it's, it's interesting that we're in a, a place in an industry in a, a, this microculture where, there isn't a lot of literature in what we do. Everything is sort of transient. It, it does sort of go away. Mm-hmm. 
Well, one of the saddest parts is that eventually uh, they won't be able to, people won't be able to run the app that we made. Yeah. Um, you know, a Vesper 1.0, I would have a hard time figuring out how to run that as it ran, uh, even right now, just whatever it is, six months later. Yeah, it would be tough to even go back and try to make that. I mean, how would you even get a device with iOS 6 on it? Yeah, right, exactly. I, I think I, you know, maybe I have one and maybe I don't. I don't know. Maybe there's somebody out there who's doing uh, some kind of curation of iOS versions or something like that. They've got devices sitting around with every build ever. <laughs> I definitely maybe have that guy old help. devices with old operating systems with old builds of apps that I've made but yeah i don't i don't know how long that'll stay like that yeah Interesting. i'm all about the new i don't even have test devices i own my ipad uh retina mini i own my iphone 5s and i own my my macbook pro i got a pile of devices that is one thing i do have i don't do that anymore i used to but then they would just sit there and i'd never bother doing anything with them and i decided that uh there just there was no point they're aesthetically pleasing hmm I think I have all my old iPhones, but like in a closet somewhere. Yeah, I would. I did consider for a while getting uh, the original, the first ever released iPod, like new in oh, the yeah. box or, or putting it in like a little display case or something just as mm. a, I still have that, the box for, of, I still have the box from mine. I, the iPad, the iPod itself is not in there, but everything else is completely intact with wrapping. Like the, the dock is in there cause I was married and we had both had one. So like we just used one, but everything of mine is still like the earbuds are still in there and the, all of everything is completely pristine except the iPod's not there. It's really interesting. What happened to it? I, I used it. I mean, I, I still have the iPod. It's just... You used it? What do you mean? Oh, oh. <laughs> I thought you I meant like you, you used it up, like you ate it. I ate it. I eat iPods. <laughs> <laughs> iPod salad. It's been great, Brent. You're awesome. I'm sorry I talked so much about pants. I'm actually oh, a little guilty right. about that. Quite, that right, was... quite all right. It's better than Lex and his kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs>